Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey there, welcome back. Today's episode is for the person, for the coach, who is agonizing over their elevator pitch, their one-liner, or a sexy way to talk about what they do. If that's you, stay tuned. Today's episode, we are going to work through that, clear it up, and be done with it forever. Okay, ready? It's going to be good. (laughs) So when I am coaching my clients, sometimes, no, all the time, right? They're bringing me their obstacles. They're bringing me the things that are, are taking up their brain space and that, that feel necessary to work through. And so, right, we work through them. And, and I want you to just imagine this. When you get coached and you vulnerably bring your coach who has experience and like the ability to see through what you're doing and thinking and um, based on, right, like towards what you want and making sure that those two things match, what happens is, is then the coaching gets to come in and help you be more focused with your brain space, what you're spending your time doing, and ultimately help you make money faster. Because when you are trying to figure out a sexy way to talk about what you do, when you're worrying about your one-liner, none of that's going to make you money. If anything, it's going to distract you and keep you feeling stuck, keep you trying to get it right or perfect, and it's going to stop you from going out and actually helping people. But when you're in it, it feels very real. It feels like I couldn't possibly move forward because I don't know the answer. And without the answer, what could I possibly do? So we're going to actually break this whole thing apart, right? I, all of that feeling of stuck, which I can totally relate to. I've been there. I've experienced it. But what we're going to do is we're going to take the hammer, the golden hammer, right? The money-making gold hammer, and we're just going to break it all apart. So let let me help you think about this differently. Instead of thinking about a one-liner or a sexy way to talk about what you do, I want you to imagine what the point of that is. Now, if we go big picture, right, the point is that you meet someone, a human, that, that you can help, that wants your help, and that you're able to create a connection with them and they hire you, right? So the point of your one-liner, the point of a sexy way to talk about what you do is so that someone hires you, so that they hear what you do and they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I want that, right? But I think what you guys are thinking is that you start with the sexy elevator pitch or the one-liner and you get to the part where they're like, oh my gosh, yes. But there's some stuff in the middle of that and that stuff in the middle is why you don't actually need a sexy name or a one-liner or an elevator pitch. Even if you do in-person networking and people say, what do you do? You still don't need it. And here's why. So we're going to take this two directions. I'm going to, I'm going to help you visualize this. 
So I want you to imagine we're going to, the first version of it is if you network in person, okay? The second version is we're going to take it online and that way you can see how it works in both situations, no matter how you choose to market your business. So in person, now, right, like in person, you imagine you're going to go to this networking event and people are just going to ask the very natural question, what do you do? And what you're going to say is really simple. Now, I'm, we're going to just make this up, but I'll give you some different examples. Maybe you're a general life coach. Maybe you're a relationship coach. Maybe you're a weight loss coach. Maybe you're a marriage coach. Maybe you're a business coach, right? I don't know what you do, but listen to how this changes. When you're at an in-person event, someone's going to say, what do you do? And you're going to say, I'm a life coach. Or maybe you'll say, I'm a weight loss coach. Or maybe you'll say, I'm a health coach. I'm a marriage coach. Hear that, right? It's very general. We're not trying to get really specific. Someone is going to come up to you. They're going to ask you, or you're going to already be talking to them. You're going to have heard all about what they do. They're probably going to tell you all about, you know, cryptocurrency and blah, 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 right? (laughs) And then they're going to politely ask you, what do you do? And you are going to reply with something so simple. And all you're going to say is, I'm a relationship coach or I'm a health coach, right? Whatever the vague version of what you do is. And then you're going to stop, right? You're going to look for what their response is. Because they're only going to have like, I don't know, three possibilities for their response. One of their responses could be, oh, that's nice right? It's kind of like a polite response where maybe they like ask you some polite questions and they're not always even feel polite. They think they're being polite, but to them, polite might be, oh, do you make money doing that? How's business? How many clients do you have? Um, Is that, has that been easy for you? Right? They're going to ask you like questions from your perspective that might be like strange and weird and inappropriate even. But from their perspective, I want you to just think about like, oh, they're just trying to be polite. Maybe they're curious. They're trying to make conversation. So that's one version of who you're going to talk to when you say those words to them. The next version of that person is going to be the person who thinks it's ridiculous. They're going to think it's awful, horrible, a scam, right? Whatever. They're just going to think it's like not good. And they're probably going to say words to you that reflect that. Maybe they'll be like, oh, are you, you know, a a therapist? Have you been, you know, what kind of regulations are there on that? Like, ugh, something. One of my good friends, she actually told me that her husband thinks that I, I don't know, running some scam. And I just thought, yeah, he can think that if he wants, (laughs) right? But when we think about the type of people you're going to run into at this in-person networking, You're going to run into the person who's curious and asks mostly inappropriate questions, sometimes just curious ones. You're going to run into the person who like rejects what you do and has negative opinions about it. Those are probably going to be the same people who come in and give you their opinions about how the market's crashing and nobody has money for that and all that stuff, right? But then here's the third type of person you're going to run into. This is the actually the only one you're really looking for. The other two are still going to talk to you though. And what you have to be careful of is that you can't talk to those first two types of people, hear their responses to you, and internalize that 
believing that everybody hates coaching. Nobody has money. Everybody asks weird questions that (laughs) aren't applicable at all to what you do and how you can help people. So you have to just accept those type of people exist. When I am online marketing or in person, there are always going to be these three types of people. And so the third type of person, we're still in this visual of Vera in-person networking event. That third type of person, when you tell them, I'm a health coach, that person is going to look at you and they're going to be like, really? Tell me more about that. Now, there's going to be some curiosity, but unlike the first person, it's going to be curiosity for themselves or, right, it's going to be personal to them or someone they know. Now, the strongest connection here is going to be personal to them because you're probably actually, if it's not them, they're probably going to fall into that first category of just like polite and curious. So it's going to be interested for their own self. And it's going to sound different. It's going to look different, right? The way when you're making eye contact with them, their response to you, both verbal and nonverbal, is going to be like showing you that they're interested. The questions that they ask you are going to be from like personal interest. And in this scenario, right, when you guys, when you're like wrapped up in thinking you need to have this one liner or this perfect way to talk about what you do, you're thinking it's about you. But the way that we help people is we ask questions. This is selling. Selling can all be wrapped up in believing that your offer is really good and that you can help them, right? Believing in coaching and your tools. And then encountering people who are interested in a very general way and then asking them questions to connect the interest more closely with what you do. So this person is going to light up. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, tell me more. And you aren't going to tell them anything. (laughs) Here's what you're going to do next. You're going to say, you're going to ask them a question. Now, there's no right question. Right? I'm not like, oh, let me run through my 12 questions I've pre-planned. I'm going to ask them something that tells me where to take this conversation. Now, you probably do this naturally in your life already if you're a decent conversationalist. But I think when it comes to what we do and in selling, sometimes people freak out. They think they have to be ready to just talk a lot. But nobody likes to be talked at People get bored. We accidentally don't talk about what they're interested in at all because we just talk about what we're interested in. And so you're going to ask them a question. They're going to say, oh my gosh, tell me more. And you're going to reply with a question. It might be something like, oh, are you familiar with coaching? Like when I tell you I'm a health coach, what stands out to you about that? Right? Or um, what else might I ask? I don't know, right? Like this is the part where like you're going to practice helping it feel natural. Like, oh, um, what do you think of when you hear that? Or, I don't know. Maybe there is something really simple you would say, but it's still kind of general and it's then would be followed by the question. So they might say, oh my gosh, tell me more. And you know, they might say anything, so we don't really know for sure. But my answer if I were a health coach might be, yeah, I work with people one-on-one. And I help them to, you know, set and achieve their goals when it comes to their health. Some people we work on weight, other people we work on um, whatever, right? You might have like a very general list. 
but hear how casual that is. It's very simple. It's very casual. But this is probably where the question would come in. That way you're not like avoiding. If they ask you a question, you should answer it. (laughs) And then you ask your own question. Why? Like when I say that, what makes you light up? What are you thinking about? Are you working on your health? Something like that, right? Where you're you're asking a question back that that touches on what piqued their interest. And again, I'm telling you, there's no right answer here. You have to be willing to be awkward. You have to be willing to ask a question and then later be like, oh my gosh, that was the stupidest question I could have ever asked in the whole world. (laughs) And just be okay with that, right? You have to be okay with kind of sucking sometimes because you're just going to get better and better, right? Because you can kick yourself and be like, I'm never going back there again. I'm never telling anybody everything, anything again. Or you can get to the end of that, that day or that meeting or whatever and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to say it like that again. (laughs) Or whoops, I accidentally talked a lot and I never asked them a question. So the idea is like, no matter what happens, you're just going to look at like, oh, what did I say? Did that go well? Did that not go well? (laughs) Did I like that? When I look at that kind of big picture, did that go well? And usually the reason it doesn't go well is because the coach thinks they need to do a lot of talking instead of having simple answers that are true and direct, followed by questions that keep the person engaged. Because in that moment, what you do not need to say to someone is, yeah, I help I help women lose 20 pounds in three months. You might say that if you know it, but it's just like, yeah, I help women lose weight without, you know, without feeling like they're sacrificing their life. If you already have that, great. But you don't need to have it because you can have the general pieces. And when someone is interested in the general pieces, they will automatically ask questions. So hear that. You're going to be in-person networking. You're not going to have a fancy way to talk about what you do. You're not even going to have a specialized, very specific niche. You're going to run into three types of people. They're going to all ask you the same question. Oh, what do you do? And that person is either, when you tell them something general and simple, like, I'm a life coach, they're either going to be curious and ask you curious to strange questions, they're going to be completely against the idea and possibly hostile, or they're going to be intrigued, curious, and for their own selves, right? And that conversation is going to be fueled by you answering their questions with simple information and asking them questions. And you don't want to go into anything big, really. If you meet someone in person and they're interested, I would say you want to be thinking like, I just have limited time here. I have limited time with who I talk to. I have limited, like we both want to be talking to other people, that kind of like mentality. Because then you're just going to say, hey, you know what? I'd love to talk more with you about this. Do you want to set up a call? right? Do you hear how, how basic and simple that is? You're just like, hey, I, I know right here we're, we're going to get super distracted. I'd love to talk more with you about this. Would you like to book a call? And right, then you're going to either, they're either going to say yes or they're going to say no. But you, most people are never going to get to that point because they're going to be so stuck thinking there's some perfect way to say what I do or, you know, it just can't be that easy, but it can be. And some, most really, people will probably tell you no. Most people probably will. And that's okay, right? Everything else in life, we're okay with knowing that most of the time it doesn't work. 
Most people don't marry the first person they date. Most people don't have a baby the first try, right? So many things that we do. Most people don't learn how to apply eyelashes on the first try or learn how to have perfect, amazing hair on the first try, right? We know that it takes effort. It takes repetition. It takes coming back and changing things and tweaking things. Same thing with decorating your office or creating an amazing wardrobe. It doesn't happen on the first try. Okay, now let's look at this exact same scenario, right? You don't have an elevator pitch. You don't have a sexy way to talk about what you want. Now we're going to take it into online marketing. And this is the space where most people are holding themselves back from helping people because someone who was tr- like who was helping people said words and now you're using them against yourself. You're allowing what they said to hold you back from starting, So what they've probably said that was helpful was create a one-liner, right? That's helpful, but you're using it against yourself. (laughs) Or, right, I hear people do it with lots of stuff. So let's imagine you don't have a sexy one-liner, you don't have a sexy way to talk about your program, all those things. You don't have an elevator pitch, and you're online marketing. I want you to imagine what this is going to look like, right? Because the question is, in the online space, why is someone going to be attracted to you. And so so let's just imagine we're going to go through a couple of different scenarios of of t- marketing types. So probably the most popular and most uh well it doesn't matter in my opinion. <laughs> so one of the most popular ways that I see people marketing is social media. So let's imagine that you have an Instagram account and you have your bio. Now this might be where you're like, well, I need to have that one liner. But I want you to remember, why is someone attracted to you and to your business? They're attracted to you because of all the content you put out there. They're they're attracted to you because of how you speak to them about their problem and how you understand them and why they don't have what they want yet. And so if your ideal person is a you know, 40-year-old woman who works full-time and has three kids and wants a life coach to help her balance her life and her emotions and she wants to feel like there's someone on her side and someone helping her to be exactly who she wants to be and create the future she wants, she is going to follow you because you speak to her about her problems and why she doesn't have what she wants yet. And so no matter what you have written up in that bio, it can change whenever you change it. It doesn't matter, right? You can change that as often as you want. But the thing she's following you for, the thing that gets her attention, isn't that sentence in the bio. It's all the content you write speaking to her. And so let's think about even Facebook ads, right? If you're struggling with this, you're probably not going to start running ads because you're going to have so many other things that tell you don't do it. But it's going to be very similar, right? When I think about running ads, nobody's ever asked me for my one-liner. In fact, there's nowhere even written. I don't even, I'm trying to think about this. I don't even have, um, well, I don't, I don't know that that's relevant or necessary, but I'm just thinking about I definitely don't have a, I do have a one-liner, but I don't write it anywhere in those emails. And I don't write it in my Facebook ad because it's not about me, right? It's not about what I do. 
It's about what they want and how I can help them. How I get someone's attention with an ad is with the picture, with the simple few words speaking to them, and with the copy. And then, right, the freebie is all about helping them get the result I tell them they're going to get, helping them with that. Nowhere do they care what my one-liner is. Nowhere do they even care, like, right, some of you might say, well, my program doesn't have a sexy name, doesn't have a sexy result. That's just, like, the more you think about what you, like, the words you use, they're there for you to speak to them. And they're going to get more refined, but they don't start that way. When I think about what my one-liner is now, it, it's not start that way, <laughs> right? I've had 1,500 probably, I don't know, maybe not, maybe 100, 100 different ways I've described what I do. 100 over the last five or six years. And it just doesn't matter, right? Because those are just words you're using in your marketing and how you talk about what you do, right? But ultimately what matters is you engaging in a conversation with someone and them telling you what they want and why they don't have it yet. And you seeing what they want, believing that they can have it and that you see why they don't have it yet, right? When you meet someone there and they're like, if you're a weight coach, for example, or a autoimmune coach, and they tell you, here's what I want. I want to feel really great in my body. I want fewer flare-ups. I want to be able to, I don't know, go eat out or eat with people. And you then hear about like what they experience and what's stopping them from that. You're going to know exactly what needs to change for them to get that result. That's all you need. You don't need a one-liner. You don't need an elevator pitch. You don't need a sexy offer that's really specific, like 20 pounds in, I don't know, three months, right? You don't need any of that. Just the willingness to go find those people, ask them questions, speak to them, and believe that they can have the result. And that when you hear why they don't, you're going to know what needs to change for them to get the result. Okay, that's it. That's it. So today is the very last time that you are going to worry about your one-liner, that you're going to worry about an elevator pitch or having a sexy result that you sell with your offer, okay? Just decide, right? Remember, nobody that I'm meeting needs that. (laughs) It's okay to start with the general version of it. It's okay to bring them in with my content and with my personality and with who I just naturally am, right? Like my curiosity and my love of people. All of those things are going to bring them into you. And the details will work themselves out as you talk to people, as you, you know, get to know them, as you create more content. And then that's when people are going to hire you. Okay. Have an amazing week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. If your one-on-one coaching offer needs a revamp or built for the first time, I've created a seven-part mini course to help you. You'll nail down who you help, with what, do market research to make sure people actually want to buy it, decide the length of your offer, your price, and even your process to deliver on your offer. Best of all, this mini course is free. Your offer is not what makes you money in your coaching business. It's your beautiful and creative mind. Your offer though, focuses your attention and builds
build your confidence selling something you know you can deliver on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. I'll see you over there.